1: It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano. The Other Side of Midnight presents The Midnight Midnight Files.
0: Midnight in the desert Shooting stars across the sky This magical journey Will take us on a ride Filled with the longing Searching for the truth Will we make it till tomorrow Will the sun shine on you Desert. And we're listening. listening Thirty-three minutes after the hour, this is the other side of midnight. We like to explore different mysteries, mysteries of the world, mysteries of the universe, explore the world of the unexplained, and ask, what? And if not what, what if? Well, I have always been fascinated by the idea that there might be intelligent life on planets other than ours. I have been further fascinated by the fact that maybe they've been here before. There is some evidence to show that might be the case. But what absolutely takes the cake is... What some people refer to, and I realize there are a lot of subsets of this, but most broadly, they'll refer to it as the ancient alien hypothesis, which is what if ancient and ancient, ancient civilizations, ancient times, what if the very seedlings of life on this planet came from elsewhere? Some people point to mythological or biblical text, which describes things very much like a UFO. Well, what if, what if we told you that there are some structures on this planet that are very similar to structures on other planets? How'd they get here? How'd they get there? Is it just a coincidence? Or was it some sort of intelligent entity that was responsible for the structures here and, say, maybe on Mars? Well, I am uh, very pleased uh, to welcome back to the program George. Haas. George Haas is uh, a brilliant man. He's the founder of something called the Cydonia Institute and has uh, written about this, studied this for many, many years, and we have some very interesting new images to explore regarding the supposed face on Mars. George Haas, welcome back to the program.
1: Frank, thanks for having me on. Uh, Looking forward to talking to you tonight.
0: Same here. George uh, for people that are not familiar with your work and are not familiar and have not heard our previous discussion, give us the Reader's Digest version of what you do. What does the Sedonia Institute do, and what uh, what are you uh, re- researching or seeking to prove?
1: Well, um, I've been studying uh, NASA photographs of Mars for uh, over 30 years, um, I started the Sedonia Institute, which was a group of uh, researchers that were involved in, in studying the planet Mars and uh, the possibility of structures being there. Uh, we've, I've been doing this since uh, I think the Sedonia Institute was established back in 1991. So we've been doing this a long time. Uh, I had two books published with my co-author, William Saunders. Uh, the first book in, I think, 2005, The Sedonia Codex and then we have the Sedonia uh, the Martian Codex which was released I think in 2009 uh, subsequently we've uh co-authored at least six science papers dealing with uh, structures on the surface of Mars. Uh, There are science journals out there that do publish articles about uh, the possibility of of structures on Mars, the Moon, and things like that. And uh, so we've had uh, at least six papers published. Uh, I'm a member of the Society for Planetary Study Research, uh, which is a group of scientists, of that uh, deal with this type of topic, and uh, I'm the only member that's not a scientist. I'm an artist. My background is in art. I'm a painter and a sculptor. So uh, basically, I know artwork when I see it, and there's a lot of artwork on Mars.
0: Now, a lot of folks have seen the image of the the face on Mars. Now, that's what we're that's the Sidonia face, right?
1: Yes, the Sedonia face, which was uh, taken back in 19. 19- 76 with the Mars, uh, the Viking mission. They took uh, two images of that.
0: The conventional wisdom on that face is, yeah, that image from the 70s does look like a face. Looks maybe like uh, Elvis or uh, some sort of, uh, I don't know, Roman uh, or Egyptian uh, emperor but then, you know, they showed some other images of that face some years after that, and it doesn't look as much like a face. And the, the thinking is that it was kind of debunked by subsequent images. Explain to folks why that theory, the theory of the Sedonia face being debunked and proven not to be a face, is either correct
1: or incorrect. Well, the, the problem with the face on Mars is it's not a human face. It's not a symmetrical face. Uh, When people hear, oh, there's a face on Mars, they immediately think of a human face. Uh, They think of maybe, like you said, uh, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, a human Greek god-looking face looking up at the sky. But that's not exactly what the face on Mars is. And the more pictures that NASA took prove that it's not a human face. It's a bifurcated, uh, two-faced edifice. It's very much related to the type of two-faced structures that you see, or mask and things like that, that are made in Mesoamerica. And uh, the first thing that we realized back in 1998, when they took the first uh, new image of the face on Mars since so the 1976 image, was that we saw all of this, uh motifs and iconography that was on the face that looked very much like the cultures of Mesoamerica. And since that image in 1998, NASA has taken, oh, there's at least 40 images of the face on Mars. Now, this is a structure on Mars that NASA said they had no interest in science, but they've (laughs) they've taken over 40 images of this. And uh, the reason I'm on here tonight is because after 16 years of the Mars uh, Reconnaissance Orbiter, they took a beautiful high-resolution image of this back in 2007. And we haven't had a new image of this in a high resolution since that, since 16 years. So out of nowhere, out of the blue, uh, quietly, NASA has taken two, not one, two new high resolution images of this formation. And they are exceptional. And these new images, basically along with the 2007, we now have photographic proof of this connection to Mesoamerica.
0: So... um. This is pretty blockbuster and you've written a new article about this for the Sedonia Institute uh, field journal and they can uh, they, they can check out the website for the Sedonia Institute at the c y d o n i a institute.com what is the, uh, the one of the things that you mentioned now twice that I want to get you to emphasize is the similarity of this structure on Mars to structures in Mesoamerica. Um, What structures in Mesoamerica is this similar to?
1: Well, um, like again, I said that uh, most people when they think of a face on Mars, they think of a human symmetrical face. But this is more of a composite image, This is very much out of the New World. uh, Mesoamerican, uh, American Indians did these type of masks that have a human face on one side and a feline on the other. Uh, You have this uh, conjoining of the feline and human, kind of like in Egypt where you have the sphinx, which is a a feline body with a human head. This uh, transformational idea comes uh, right out of uh, the Olmec culture in in, uh, the Americas. And the Maya, the Aztec, the Inca, uh, the American Indians, they produced a lot of these two-faced masks. Now, the face on Mars is not only two-faced, it's a human on one side and a feline on the other. It's split right down the middle. And not only is it a human and feline type of face, it uh, has all this attached uh, decorative iconography and different motifs in this composite of the face. It, it's very complex. That's why the your average viewer has difficulty looking at it. Once, If they go on to the Sidonian Institute and uh, take a look at my new article about the, the two... Uh, mro high rise images hopefully i've did step by step to explain to- what we're looking at here, and that'll help the viewer. I'm sure you were impressed when you oh, seen that.
0: Absolutely, and I'm going to link to your article right now on my Facebook page. Uh, they can see the article right there and uh, read through, not, not only see the images, but read through uh, some of the research for themselves. So, uh, I mean, what, what some folks will say, okay, maybe there is some sort of structures on there. Maybe it's natural, maybe it's uh, something else, and it does l- happen to look similar to stuff that's from Earth civilizations in ancient times. Why couldn't it just be a coincidence? Is there just one structure or geoglyph that looks similar on Earth as on Mars?
1: Well, um, just starting with the face on Mars uh, and all the iconography that it has within it, embedded within the face, we have over 15 points of uh, cultural markers that are found in the face on Mars. I mean, that goes way beyond any kind of chance. And these things are directly, all of these images and these motifs that are found on the face uh, have direct correlation with Mesoamerican motifs and mythology. It's just remarkable. And not only in Cedonia do we have the face on Mars, below it there's the five-pointed D&M pyramid, which is a five-sided pyramid, which has very uh, unique mathematical properties. It's It's very geometric. Uh, On the far western side, there's all pyramidal structures that uh, early researchers called the city. Uh, So there's all types of strange, uh, if it's geology, it's it's way beyond the uh, geology we're familiar with. This looks more like something that's intentionally designed.
0: And is it just the one, though? Are there other similar structures on Mars and on this planet?
1: Uh, Well... Sidonia is mostly the area that a lot of people concentrate on in the media, things like that, is because that was one of the first areas that we found the face on Mars. But Mars is actually covered with these type of city formations. Um, I have a new book that I've been working on for the last 10, 15 years that is coming out um, next year uh, with the uh, Barron Company. It's called The Great Architects of Mars, and it talks about all these different areas on Mars that have these structures, pyramidal structures, three-sided pyramids, four-sided pyramids, other pyramids that look very step-like, like you would see in Mesoamerica. Uh, so its uh, I'm very excited about it. It's been working on this for a long time. And it's just amazing that, that my book's be coming out next year, and we have these two new images of the face on Mars that are just remarkable. So uh, someone at NASA... Uh, has decided to uh, take these pictures and release them and it's it 's just remarkable after sixteen years of waiting for uh, new high res images of this formation, we now have them. I think we now have photographic proof that this is a artificial structure.
0: Do you believe that NASA is releasing these images? as a movement towards greater disclosure of something? Or do you believe that they uh, are releasing these images because they think this would be a uh, further debunking of the Sidonia face?
1: Well, the other interesting thing, Frank, is that they've just released these. Uh, One came out on October 1st, and the second one was released in November. Uh, There was no fanfare, no media release. Uh, These were quietly released. Uh, We didn't even know about them. One of my... uh, colleagues that I work with uh, Gary legere uh he is a independent researcher and he was just going around looking at the you know checking out files seeing because occasionally NASA will release new images and you know there's there's no fanfare and you have to go look for them but something like the face on Mars uh that they're releasing these two uh Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter high-rise images it's just amazing and we wouldn't even know about these until Gary found them and he called me and said my god George they took a new uh, image of the face on mars and the you know the highest resolution ever and it's it's pretty amazing it's, there's nothing frank you are the first media person to be talking about this
0: this is nowhere. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty excited about this, and I read the article with great interest. So, in, and by the way, if people are just uh, tuning in wondering uh, what all the fanfare is about. We're talking with George Haas. He's the founder of the Sidonia Institute. New images of the Sidonia face on Mars, and uh, it's really pretty remarkable the uh, similarity to ancient structures from uh, Mesoamerica and other ancient mythologies. Uh, George, Let's say this is an artificial structure on Mars. Let's say it is materially similar to images from Earth's past. What do we take from that? What do we, obviously this might be above even your pay grade, but what are some of the possibilities that emerge from that similarity?
1: Well, what these images show that there's a direct relationship between the culture that built these on Mars and us. Uh, we're finding the same type of style, the same type of artwork, the same motifs, this composite idea, which is unlike your Western ideal where you have the Greek and Roman uh, symmetrical figures and faces. Everything is you know, like the human form. And then you look at the cultures in uh, the New World that they called it in the old days, the uh, uh, United States, uh, Mexico, uh, South America – they, they deal with the human figures in a totally different manner. It's very complex. They do these bifurcated three faces um, and all this type of stuff attached to faces with these decorative motifs. And that's exactly what we're finding in this artwork on Mars. It's very related to that type of culture. And this is just amazing. Uh, I'm sure a lot of the Western scientists would envision when they find something on another planet, you know, it would look like Roman columns and this would be a symbol of, you know, a high civilization. But this is not what we're finding. This culture that was on Mars is very much like what you see in the the New World cultures.
0: Lastly, George, what are the next steps in researching this, either from you, other researchers, scientists, NASA? What would you like to see happen next? I mean, Mars isn't around the corner. It's not as if we could send somebody uh, with uh, a camera every week, oh, get a different angle, get a different angle. Where do we go from here?
1: Well, this looks like uh, now that I'm saying publicly that I think we have photographic proof of this, we now have to have what they call ground proof. Uh, Elon Musk, you know, he's really trying to get us to go to Mars. Uh, Maybe he was uh, part of the influence that got these images released uh, because he wants the public's interest to be focused on Mars. He wants to go to Mars. He wants to build a colony there. And I think if the public realized that there was a potential for finding all of these artifacts on Mars, that there may be more of a push to go there. Um, So I don't know why these two images were released at this time. It's a great Christmas present for... uh, Researchers like myself, it's just—I mean, my head's still spinning looking at these. Things. Oh, I can imagine. I can. I can imagine. And I think the next step is to go there. Yeah, uh, I you know we're having difficulty trying to get to get to the moon. And another thing about us going to the moon—we're supposed to be going there in twenty twenty-four or twenty twenty-eight. They keep giving us different dates, uh, but there's real no uh, commercial push by NASA or the government uh, with with programs, uh, TV specials. Uh, there seems to be. This is just pushed aside, and it's like something that's uh, just on the back burner. But, you know, we're supposed to be going through the Artemis project, going to the moon, and you really don't see a lot of, uh, you know, public campaigning for this.
0: Well, the one guy that's been very vocal about uh, going to Mars, maybe even colonizing Mars, has been Buzz Aldrin. He's been on a mission uh, all about uh, going to Mars. But for the most part, you're right. We don't hear that very often from uh, from the NASA folks. Hey, George Hass, this is uh, really interesting and uh, a phenomenal article on uh, on your part. I hope people check it out and I hope they check out the website uh, for the Sedonia Institute. They can go to Sedonia Institute. Excuse me, the Sedonia Institute. The yeah, all one word. Yep, uh, George. Thank- Thank you very much for the time this morning. Let's chat again soon.
1: Can I say one more thing? Please. Uh, I also am part of a new Mars documentary, which was just released last month, called Blue Planet Red. Uh, it's available on the Internet. You just type in Blue Planet Red. Uh, it's produced by a guy named Brian Dobbs and uh, Michael Craig. And uh, I'm in it. A lot of people are in it. And it, has a lot of the founders of this type of research. So that's another thing that's very timely. This new documentary is being released. should be in theaters probably early next year. And, uh, you know, everything is just snowballing here with this research. That's,
0: that's, that's terrific. I haven't seen that documentary, Blue Planet Red. I'm going to check that out myself.
1: I'll send you a link, it. Oh, that would be great. George, thank you. Good night. Thanks for having me on. And check out our article, please. Uh, absolutely. Uh,
0: definitely. I uh, encourage folks to do just that. And again, I link to it on my Facebook page. George Hass. if you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead.